Dr. Buzzers, we're back for another great week of the Marlon After Show. But today we're doing things just a little bit differently. If you don't know about the hood, I'm about to let you know right now. In L.A., they call it After Buzz. But in the hood, we just call it the buzz. All that and more <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Let me do this. All right, Shannon, I see you, Shannon. Friend Sally in the building, what's up? Friend Sally, she getting it too. Tara, Tara, Tara. Okay. Shay, Shay, Shay. Hey. Candy, Candy, Candy. Hey, yeah, yeah. Give me. Yeah. I don't know the words. You know the song, good one, you need a word. Scratch that DJ. Scratch that DJ. What's up? Can I just say for future reference, I forever want to be introduced like that. With that song. You just got to walk around with candy in your pocket. Exactly. That's it. And when you take it out, you got to bite it. Bite that candy. Ain't that right, Sally in the building? You and my janky wrist. Where you at, Princess? I'm here, I'm here. What's up, y'all? What's up, Sally? Hey. All right, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and bring this thing in the right way. I am your girl, Miss Candy Marie, and you can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Kidori TV. Hi, guys. I am Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram and love Shay Butter on Snapchat. Ooh. Because I have to. I want hey. some Shea Butter. What's up? What's up, <laughs> <laughs> What's everybody? It's uh, Shannon Clark. You can find me on all things social media at I am Shannon Clark. Miss Fresnelli <laughs> is on the Skype. What's hey. up, girl? What's going on, y'all? You know I'm doing the Afro Puff thing today. Um, you can hang out with me at all things at Selly Hangout. Franceli Chapman hanging out. Oh. <laughs> and we got a really, really, really hood guest in the building today. Wow, she you know, I think she does. She goes by. Pop that collar. Pop that collar. <laughs> you ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? She goes by Tara Shane, but in the streets they call her. What they call you in the streets, bro? Tara Shane. T Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it, I love it, I love it, guys. That's how we bring in a show. But before we get started with all the laughs on the Marlins show, we've got some very important things that we want to talk about. Uh, this past weekend, a disaster ripped through our country. Um, some people passed away, and, and it torn through a lot of homes. Hurricane Harvey. Oh, my goodness. My heart is shattered, yeah. ladies. Many uh, prayers and blessings to Houston. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that you can do if you want to give back. Um, there, Red Cross is doing a lot. A lot of people have mm-hmm. donated. Um, you know, if you have things that you'd like to donate, please get involved. There are tons of things that you can go- get involved with. So please, c- let's come together as a country and let's uh, impact some lives. There are also so many um, stores who are mm-hmm. opening themselves to bring donations if you have it. Right. So check out those. They're all over Instagram. Everybody's posting about it. So if you do have something old, like you're not using anymore, even if it is new, but you're really not getting no use of it, please give it to them. Yeah, keep in mind, guys, these people lost everything, everything. You know, I myself am participating in uh, clothes and shoes giveaway, so... Well, you need it. to send me some of your clothes. Well, so here are <laughs> your candy, candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so we had a really, really uh, great uh, show today. It was absolutely hilarious, and one of the things that apparently they wanted to teach their kids was how not to be little bougie brat. So in this episode today, episode five, 
Project Kids. Let's talk about it. Let's get to um, it. Let's get to it. So, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> Ashley coddles the kids and Marlon spoils them. Right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's also, like, the mom and dad symbolism. Like, the mom coddles, the dad will spoil, depending on who your dad is. My dad, not so much. But Marlon, definitely. Yeah, I think it's an interesting dynamic to, um, you know, be privileged or, you know, financially stable, yet and still instill those, like, core values and your children you know what I mean so it's kind of always like a slippery slope like you know we give them everything because they deserve it but then we want to also let them know like it takes work you know you got to earn this so yeah. I enjoyed it mm-hmm. and, and our guest we have a, a great guest in the building you know what I'm saying she's going to be joining us the whole entire show she's so technically she's going to be our fifth uh co-host so if at any point in time you know, you want to say something, girl, just jump right on in. And then not to mention our audience. You guys are always our, our, our co-hosts. So if you have anything that you want to say, our girl Shannon, she's going to be right there to answer all your questions. Yes. Not to mention, we got great contests. Absolutely. We do. We got great we contests. <laughs> We Shannon got everybody. I mean, we got everybody tuning in right now. Uh, shouts out to Fist Girl Two. We got um, Two Savage Boy Twenty Two. Always in there showing love. Um, Ringy. Ringy, yes, I love Ringy. Ringy. Ringy, we love you so so and thank much. Thank you for the blackest name ever. <laughs> <laughs> we remember that. I remember that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he commented, and it was the explanation was just I couldn't. I was just like, dude, they just your parents. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. Guys in the live chat, feel free to uh, go ahead and type up and respond with uh, hashtag comments for your your funniest. Um... Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, back to what I was saying as far as, uh, you know, the live chat inside. Go ahead and, you know, give your hashtag uh funniest lines and catchphrases of both episodes. Yes, and keep us laughing, guys. You know, like, send us your craziest hashtags. You know what I'm saying? It could be hashtag Project Marlin. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Whatever it is that you want. So, jumping back into the episode, uh, you know, so apparently, you know, Ashley coddles the kids and mm-hmm. Marlin spoils them. So, they've decided to create a chore wheel. Let's mm. talk about it. I just looked at that like, you crazy. You funny. You got jokes today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I was, it was seriously like in a moment where just like, you got jokes. Like, I, th- I think the concept is a good idea in theory, but seeing it as a thing, I'm just like, you got jokes. I feel the same way. Like, they definitely, they definitely didn't get that from an episode of Good Times. Um, what did Marlon say? What episode did Marlon say? Uh, what in the, a Full House. A full, full House. house. Yeah. Like, what do you think this is? Full House. Tyra, how you feel about it? Was it effective? <laughs> you know what? You got more to say. An even better question: Did you have a chore wheel at your house? I did not have a chore wheel. No, but my mom just had a look. Right? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Right. My mom had that look. If she gave you the look, you were just like, "Okay, I'll do it." Like there was no chore wheel needed. Right. Yeah. Sally, now you from the, you from New York? You from the boogie down? Bron- is it Bronx? I'm from the Bronx. You know what time it is. Just wanted to make sure. (laughs) Now, you're from the Bronx, so I'm pretty sure y'all did things a little differently. So, did you have a chore wheel in your Dominican household? Definitely not. The chancleta is what we had. (laughs) (laughs) 
Chancleta. <laughs> Listen, you'll get that thing thrown at you. I just want to know for everybody on the panel and, of course, on our live chat, how would you turn it up on your kids if they were acting privileged? I mean, Ooh. I don't have kids yet, but I have a real good idea that, that Chancleta is a generational thing that's just going to be passed down. <laughs> And, yeah. and that's what's going to happen in my household. How would y'all um, turn it up? I'm a big fan of Medea in the sense of that mm. old school stays true. I just, like, I don't feel me spanking you or whooping you because we're black. Whooping you is abuse. I'm not abusing you. I'm showing you what you do is wrong. This is discipline. There's a total mm-hmm. difference between abuse and discipline. Mm-hmm. Let's get mm-hmm. that real mm-hmm. clear. Mm-hmm. Getting a spanking or a whooping is not something that's cause for, oh, I need to go to jail now. No, that's cause for you need to learn some discipline and how this world is going to be. Girl, I don't know. You don't sound like you're from the hood, girl. Let me tell you. We had a saying in my house. It was like, what you show out is what you get woe out. I mean, (laughs) so if you in the store, that's in, in church, it was a, you know, it didn't have to be an all-out beating. It could have been like a real hard pinch. You know Listen. what I mean? <laughs> Girl, oh Lord. I first had the marks for my pinches on my arms. Like, I think I got one right there. Listen to me. I, I'm, I'm from the hood as well. But see, my situation was a little different. I come from a, a hood foster home. So it was a lot of us kids in the house and everybody had chores. And me being the oldest girl, I had more chores than everybody. I had to wash clothes. I had to cook for everybody. And if you step out of line, let's just say, right. it's going to be a problem. I, we had switches. We had yes. to go out there and get our switch. We had uh, one time. I think Lord, it was a speaker that was. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna stop right there because some of y'all think it's child oh, abuse, my. but I think it made me the woman I am today. I believe that so too. Is, oh, so, you, know, you don't know what a switch is. Let me educate you real quick. A switch oh, is a Lord. branch <laughs> that you had to go outside to get. Mm-hmm. And if your mama says you better go out there and pick the one that I would pick, that means. Don't come a little one. She don't get an even bigger one than the one you wanted. Just the psychological effect of that, though, is like it's like cruel and unusual punishment. So you want me to go and get my outside? You playing my game and get now. my own weapon that you can use against me <laughs> to hurt me. But let me know, like it doesn't even take a switch. It could be an extension cord. Like your your parents can get real creative on what is near hand. Right. Household appliances will work. Real. And then on top of that, you still had chores. So I'm gonna beat you. You gonna cry, and you better still get your butt in that kitchen. And you better clean up, and it better be spotless. Absolutely. Right? Sorry for what, what was it in your household? Was it spankings or was it beatings or whoopings? Like which or one? Timeout. Or timeout. Or timeout. Yeah. Well, I grew up in the hood of Carefree, Arizona. Hey. <laughs> it's rough. Out there. I heard, I heard it's it rough. rough out there. The desert is rough. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, no, I don't. We don't. I don't know. I was like a really nerdy kid, so we didn't. I didn't really get disciplined much. Like I said, my mom just kind of told me what to do, and I just I was super nerdy. I was like, "Let's go to school." And <laughs> <laughs> what AP class can I go to today? <laughs> That's who that was. So That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so, Tara, if your kids then in turn were the opposite of you and were like, uh, "I'm finna order this Uber," and got real Kim Kardashian on you, how would you respond? Oof. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Did we like, have to go there? <laughs> well, she said China Kardashian, but we'll yeah. said China. Uh, yeah. Child Kardashian. Kardashian. Can I just say that Marlon Wayans is like one of the funniest people on the planet? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. His jokes, he, and like, can I, like, half the stuff that he comes up with mm-hmm. on the show is all improv. <laughs> like, 90% of those jokes are on the fly. Like the whole wow. child Kardashian Talent. thing on the fly. Talent. Yeah. Everything. It's crazy. it's crazy to watch him. Yeah. It was an 
it was like all yeah it's in their DNA man. Yeah. it's that family oh that family for sure strength um, yeah. like uh what's that my boy Savage Boy 22 uh did hashtag what in the hip hop wives that, <laughs> yeah. was, that was the best yeah. one that was a good one that I wrote that down <laughs> <laughs> like it's in my notes so uh Savage Boy 22, <laughs> you are on it. <laughs> and speaking of Savage Boy 22, one of the things that we do want to uh, play, a great idea that Shannon come up, came up with before the show, is we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to compare and contrast what we had in the hood yeah. and what we have now. I call it, you know, old school versus new school. Let's yeah. do it. Huh? Let's do it. So I'm going to start this thing off. All right. Yeah, we're going to go into versus format, and uh, I think I already gave away one, but uh, so I'll, I'll stick back to the one that I gave away already. <laughs> it was like, Spankings versus beatings or whoopings. whoopings. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a difference. It is a difference. Because, you know, a spanking is like, eh, don't do that you know, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and the whoopings like, I told you, you not know. to. Like, like, you put your whole body in it. <laughs> right? It's a physical <laughs> thing. Felt that. Yeah, what about you, Shay? Um, like, just old school, um, Playing outside, like things you don't kind of technically do now. Like kids don't play outside mm-hmm. no yeah. more. Mm-hmm. There was Old Nick and Knock. There was Double Dutch. There was so much as a kid right. that you did because you didn't have this technology you have now. Two year olds are like just on a like on a phone watching. They know how right. to work it. I'm like, what? Absolutely. How you too? Great point. Mm-hmm. Just True. saying, that's totally new for me. Mm-hmm. My child gonna play outside. I'm gonna give you a book. Learn something. <laughs> right. Right, it's we gonna learn something. How about you, Tar? Old school versus new school. Yes, old school versus new school. I gotta agree with you on that one. I mean, like I remember when we were kids, we used to play. Uh, what is that? Four square. No, it was oh, like it was we used. To, it was in the. It was a like graveyard or something out in like we used. To, I lived in a cul-de-sac when I was growing up, mm-hmm. like really little. And you know, like back then, it was like you knew it was time to go home when like the street lights like turned off yes. or turned yes. on. Yeah, and then yes. you were like, oh, it's time to go. Right. <laughs> like we didn't have cell phones. It's there so, was no like mom calling and being like, no, where are you? Like it was you're you're playing in someone's backyard and you're you know we're playing graveyard and. We had to play games that were inventive and that weren't, you know, right. on an iPad or weren't through virtual reality. Right. It was actually like being with a human being and mm-hmm. and playing as a as a group and as a community. And then, yeah, and then the minutes the light come on, you're like, oh, game's over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got super creative. I remember. Um, thanks for bringing that up. Um, I remember playing like. I don't know if it was a poor thing or just a child thing, but we used to stand on the corner and play That's My Car. Do y'all remember that? Uh-huh. Like, yes. You played that yes. too? Yes. 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 I, I it wasn't any was nice car, but... I totally think it was a child thing because yeah. it was like, you know, just, that's my car. Right. <laughs> but you know what's crazy mm-hmm. is that we also had imaginary friends. We mm-hmm. had imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. Now they got right. Facebook, they got Instagram. But these bougie brats today, they don't have none of that. Let's talk about these bougie brats. So in this episode, that's exactly what Marlon and Ashley's kids were classified as, as bougie brats. Do you agree? I think it's, that's a flip side coin. Because in certain ways, they are. Mm-hmm. They always mm-hmm. get the newest thing. Mm-hmm. And... They're like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm, mom, can you do this for me? And now I'm going to go. I'm going to be high, bye. I'm not working for it. But on the flip side, they also can appreciate what their parents do for them. Right. They don't take it for granted. And that's the difference, I think, if you're a bougie brat. You don't, you take it for granted what you have. And you don't know. And you just, even if, like, somebody shows you what mm-hmm. you don't know, yeah. you're like, uh, it's cool. I'm still going to go back to the way I was. Right, mm-hmm. right. They, like, the consciously, they realize. It, yeah. And that's the difference for okay. me. Okay. 
Okay. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think um, I wouldn't say that these particular kids are um, bougie brats. I would just say they're privileged. You they're know what privileged. I mean? Yeah. Because they they do like Shay said they they have that foundation. Mm-hmm. They have that foundation. Okay. I think kids Sally. in general nowadays. Yes. Are... True. Yeah, it's true. Sally, 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 what's up, babe? Yeah. You quiet? Yes, yes. What's going on? You know, girl? I'm over here. You know, just tweeting Essence and Brisha. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what's up, girl. <laughs> Talking to them about this incredible episode. I mean, seriously, I just love just all of what this show is doing, and I'm 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 just really really excited about. The direction is going and and just talking about parenting i mean earlier mm-hmm. in the chat before we went live one of the things we talked about was that it's parenting hashtag parenting 101 or hashtag goals you know whether which no matter which side you're on if you're team ashley or your team marlin either way and we talked about this in the very first episode the importance of showing co-parenting working you know, we may not agree, we may have complete opposites, but I love how no matter how crazy Marlon is, they always come to a resolution at the end of showing that it takes both the salt and the pepper, both the oil and the vinegar to make it work. Yeah, You can't have one without the other. And that's what they are to me. They're the salt and the pepper, you know? Yes, yes. yes. You and you know what? I'm so glad that you touched on that because one of the things that, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about last week, you know, when we started the show was the relationship that they have. And I think it's really, really great that they're showing that relationship that they have, that they have despite the fact that they are divorced. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that our society needs to see. Pe- people need to see that you can be friends, that you can be that salt mm-hmm. and, and that pepper, you know, that oil and that vinegar, you know, and that you can still co-parent together. So really, really quickly, ladies, you know, let's let's touch on that relationship because we definitely um, as this season has grown we've started to see that relationship unfold more and more and I have to say I'm very uh, happy with the way that the writers are uh, putting this storyline together and I, I love uh, what it could potentially do for families that are watching this show one of the reasons I love is the fact that you're showing a black family who mm-hmm. are who is divorced in a positive light mm-hmm. because most people think oh well, if you're black if you get divorced it's all like gloves off like we're um loving hip-hop no we're not loving hip-hop <laughs> it seriously doesn't even have to be like that right it could seriously be oh we're still friends we still co-parent this is still our two children that we have to take care of and we're cool with each other like some people just split and they split on good terms right. like when right. ashley said that she wants her best friend mm-hmm. yeah yeah Mm-hmm. So I think that it's um, combating the uh, the stigma of like broken families mm-hmm. in general, you know, of all races and ethnicities, um, you know, and, you know, children growing up without their fathers, because most times, uh, you know, like a lot often <laughs> than not, yeah. you know, once the 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 marriage is over sometimes the the dad will move on he'll get in his new relationship his new marriage with his new children and you kind of have like you know his other children that are kind of like left in the cold i I think i just love this co-parenting dynamic is they make it fun too yes you know it is fun parenting isn't like oh we got kids now lord we done gave up our hopes and dreams and we got to sit here and die and raise these kids it's super fun all the time right and they're still finding themselves in the process yeah that was the first thing actually when i read the script that i like the first day when i got on set because we should you do a whole week so you Mm -hmm. go and you do uh table reads for the first few days and then Mm -hmm. you do the live taping on friday and so for the first few days you're just kind of hashing things out you're reading the stuff they change them every day you come in Mm -hmm. there's rewrites um Christopher Moynihan, who's one of the creators, one of the writers, same with like Damon and, and Marlon, they hear everything and then they kind of make tweaks or 
if he jumps in and makes one of his like yeah. crazy jokes that just happens to work, uh, he writes it in and stuff. And so for the first few days, it's just kind of hashing things out and hearing it. Um, but the first thing, because I didn't know anything about the show when I had got booked, and it happened so fast. Um, like I, I got called for the audition at three o'clock on a Tuesday or a Monday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, went in, t- they asked me, "Can you come in and, and read for this at five o'clock?" So I had two hours. Went in, did the read, and then they called me within an hour later, and wow. we're like, "Yeah, you're booked." Like we just need to get network right. approval. Was on set the next morning. So I didn't know anything about the show. I, you mm-hmm. know, it was new. This was mm-hmm. back in December, so they hadn't even shot anything yet. Nothing had aired yet. I hadn't seen a thing. And so when I first read the script, that was kind of the first conversation. I sat across from Marlon at the table read, and I, I said, this is such an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. This show is is groundbreaking, right. on, especially on network television, on, right. on a network like NBC, like something that is, you know, is so huge. Right. This is a... Yeah. This is a groundbreaking, and like you said, it touches on anybody. Like, my dad left when I was 11, so mm-hmm. it's like, I, I didn't have, like, co-parenting. It was just, like, right. my mom raised us by ourselves after right. that. Um, but, you know, it would have been an interesting concept to see, like, you know, them two co-parent and how right. that would have worked, right. and that wasn't something that was really talked about. I was right. grew up in a really small community, and so, I, you know, everything was either, uh, you know, daisies and ponies, and everyone mm-hmm. thought, you know, oh, everything, well, we're a perfect mm-hmm. family. And mm-hmm. then when everything splits up, like, nobody wants to talk about it. Right. It's yeah. very... Uh, yeah. Very secretive, right. very hush hush, you know, taboo. And so I think it's great. And that was a, like the first thing I said to Marlon was, I think this is a brilliant topic. I think this is amazing that you're bringing this widespread and like opening up the doors of letting people, mm-hmm. letting people talk about this and letting it known that like small children, like they need both parents, whether or not you two can work it out together. Right. It's for the good of the kids. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, toss in uh, Lua from our live chat said that shows like you know the Marlon Show. Um, Raven's Home, uh, Raven, mm-hmm. Re- Ra- the Raven Reboot, Blackish. Yeah. He says that uh, these shows do a great job of showing us how to parent Black-ish in today's so society. And just yeah. to help out uh, my folks in the um, you know the live chat, you may not notice it because she's not blind. But Tara, <laughs> Tara, I recently played, had a change. Uh, Tara played Jeanette <laughs> in tonight's episode of yes. uh, uh, Project uh, Kids. So. She's uh, here talking about her experience, and we we definitely appreciate her. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me. And I'm so glad. And and this is actually a great segue for Tara, just to you know talk a little bit about your character, Mm -hmm. how you, uh, how excited you were when you found out that you got the role. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's super exciting. Obviously, I I like you know, like I said, it was super fast. Went to the audition and then booked it within the hour. I think I got the call for network approval, and then uh, and that was it. And then they just called and said like, yeah, we want you, you know, this week. So. I showed up to set the next day and and it was crazy. I mean it it's a it's a crazy fun experience. And it was my first live uh, studio audience show because yeah. everything I've done is mostly like procedural dramas or like features. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a very different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, like Grey's Anatomy and Criminal Minds, those are all like hour long procedural dramas, and mm-hmm. so uh, you just you have just a different, totally different dynamic of working on that set. But right. uh, this one was is super exciting, multicam half hour live audience like mm-hmm. working for a live uh, audience is yeah. unlike anything ever so the energy was like oh unreal. yeah i mean it's like doing plays again like you're mm-hmm. and that's why like watching there were moments i feel like watching marlon do his thing that i was like <laughs> because he feeds so well off the audience and when he like when he knows he's like bye you can see him like revving up and then he just starts going and then it just he's like a ball of energy right. and he's like never stops because he's so full of surprises oh so full and, of surprises and, and you know what that's exactly what we saw in episode six was tons and tons of surprises <laughs> tons. and tons. actually 
she doesn't like surprises. She actually hates surprises. And her 40th birthday is coming up. And she's like, no, don't plan a surprise for me. Let's talk about it. Let's. <laughs> well, I... Oh, oh sorry, ahead. guys. Ahead, Sally. Sally. Uh, one of the things that I put up on the Twitter was like, you know, how much say does your husband have on what you do with your body? I thought that was an incredible mm-hmm. thing to show um, because there's so much going on in the world right now where mm-hmm. men are making decisions legally for women mm-hmm. and what we can and cannot do with our bodies. But it's like even in a marriage, you know, like as a wife, how much say does your husband really have? And and technically, they're not married anymore. Mm-hmm. But he still feels like he has a say about her wanting a boob job for her birthday. And I thought that was like, ugh. again, like Tara was saying, groundbreaking television. Like, mm-hmm. when do you see that kind of conversation happening on television? Yeah. So yeah. what were your thoughts, ladies, on that? Like, do you feel like your man has a say on what you do? Well, you guys don't even want to know was, what my boyfriend would say. He'd be like, I know I don't have a say. Girl, let me tell was, you. Was, I'm an independent there was woman. There thing that got me. I'm like, dudes, just, if you did not understand and you did not know, I'm going to tell you something right now. Do never say the words, what you're going to let me do. <laughs> oh, yeah. When she goes, let's, 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 let's start there. We're going to start there. Just we rephrase it. Yeah, exactly. It's only how you say it. Especially oh, say if it. you ain't my man. Right. Candy, I just feel like in Sully, I just feel like Marlon does not have a say so anymore. No. Being the mm-hmm. ex husband. No. No. Um, you know, things that he his concern with Ashley should be things that uh affect their children. Her getting a new rack is <laughs> only gonna help no, I'm just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna make her you know what? I think Marlon said it uh, right in the in the in the show. He's just struggling with the fact that the decisions that she makes are no longer their decisions. It's mm-hmm. her decision, it's true. and that is your answer right there. It's her decision. So all y'all fellas out there, let me tell you right now. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you from my point of view. If you are not my man, mm-hmm. you are not making decisions for me. Right. Okay? And, and uh, speaking of making decisions, one person on the show that was not a- about to uh, let Stevie find out anything about her was a vet. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she's making the decision to not tell anybody how old she is. Huh? So how old Ooh. do you guys think Yvette actually is? I give her a cold, like, how does she, do we think she is not looks, right? On the show, I believe her character is probably like a good 41. I think because when she did, she did, yeah. there is a line where she says, you don't know what it's like to turn 40 yeah. and then immediately retract. So that right. makes you think that it, she's she has turned 40. She's not like deep in her 40s. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think yeah. she's mid-40s. I don't think so She's either. definitely been 40 for at least a year. <laughs> it's so funny because I had a roommate when I first moved to L.A., that refused to tell people her age. I mean, like, like OD, like, to the level where it's, like, she made sure everything on the Internet, there's no way to, like, Google her or find her age. She's never shown anyone her driver's license. Like, you know, like, when you're going to, like, get a plane ticket, someone was going to help <laughs> her get a plane ticket, and she forgot that she has to tell someone her birthday, so she decided not to use the hookup oh. for the plane ticket <laughs> just to not tell her what? age. Like, it she was out of this so world. You know, that was like, to save money. I had a, um, a free ticket. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me explain something to you. I it is hard out yeah, here. It's, it's hard out here for tickets. You anyway, I can get a buddy pass. I'm gonna take them, however. But you know, I, I think them. it's a. It, you know, when you're 
when you're a woman, ageism is real. And I think mm -hmm. also, especially if you're a woman in the industry, mm -hmm. you feel like it's very mm -hmm. important for people not to know your age and put you in a box that you can't play certain roles or mm -hmm. do certain things mm -hmm. because you're quote unquote over the hill. Right. So I think that's why a lot of people can be really, really secretive about how old they are because they know they're going to be judged. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sally, and I had a, sorry about that. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to piggyback really quickly off of that. I had a question for the panel um, about, you know, this generation is like, age we, we we don't age um you know 30s the new 20 40s the new 30 when is it time that we actually let it go and oh, start acting our age you know what oh, i mean girl. like when, um, well i'm so glad you said that because i think that this episode also really talks a lot about self-love and you know yes. it's not about uh how old you are but it's about how you feel mm -hmm. and i think that was the point mm -hmm. that marlon was low-key trying to get across when he went on his rant about self-love and he started to call people out in the podiatrist's office. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the um, yeah. Show what did y'all think about his rants? What's up? <laughs> um, I was What's like, I'm like, dude, you don't do all the, like, all the, there's shoes everywhere. I, 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 I want to be like, Either you're really not seeing all these shoes to understand where you are at. We're the foot model on the desk. I was following him. I was I was actually vibing with him until he showed like his booty to the lady. Like, <laughs> why would he do that? Why would no, he move? When he, when he showed his uh, his man right. Parts. His, what was it, what was it a third leg? Was it the third leg? A banana. He showed his banana. He showed something to somebody, and it wasn't intended. Yeah, it should not have happened. Um, so yes, yes, and, uh, we're gonna we're gonna start to wrap things up, guys, because we are running out of time. Um, but any uh, any last thoughts? I know there was also a moment between Stevie and Yvette. I feel like there's like this rivalry that's mm -hmm. always going on. Yeah. Um, any any last uh, comments from anybody before we start to wrap it up? Yvette's character is so great to me. I love. Like, did you watch the? I mean, you had to have watched it, but the mm -hmm. episode uh, last week. Um, exes with benefits and then mm -hmm. and when Yvette watches the the kids for her I, I think her character is so fascinating when they went to her apartment and you see her like in this super luxury LA apartment and she's like oh, but it's all I don't want any kids right, you know what right. I mean and then like and that like moment she has with the kids I just think like her character is so fascinating to me oh, hilarious and Brisha plays it yeah. Wonderfully, I think the dynamic on the show um, is it, it's kind of reminiscent of Martin I'm a huge Martin fan mm -hmm. so yeah. you know you've got um yeah, that whole Martin Pam thing going on. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, between yeah. Savage Marlin. said the same thing yeah. on the chat. Yeah, yeah. I just saw yeah. That. It works. I don't know um, who you know what else I get from it. I mean, but that dynamic is is great to me. That's my like. I just love it. Yeah, I think uh, hopefully we'll be able to see. I know because you know it's hard when the first like they only got the first nine episodes made at first, and so it's like hard. You're trying to develop all the characters, mm -hmm. but I, I hope that we. That we see more of that relationship develop between yes. the two. And we did find something right. about Stevie, yo. Dude got money. I'm sorry. Oh, right? Why are you hiding money? <laughs> right? You hit rock bottom, dude. You are at rock bottom. <laughs> two years on the couch. It be those friends, though. Well, I'm hoping <laughs> that eventually he'll get it together in next week's episode. Because unfortunately, we got to wrap it up. But we do want you guys to make sure that you tune in uh, to, to our after show every single week. Because we're going to be right here, you know, keeping you laughing and giving you more and more every single week. 
week. Um, before we wrap it up, there is something that we would like to say to all of our amazing viewers. Um, as always, we thank you so much for your support. Um, we have some exciting news about AfterBuzz. Whether you're a new listener or a longtime AfterBuzz fan, you know that we're the world's number one destination for TV coverage. Well, well starting next month, we'll be expanding our content beyond just after shows to bring you a whole new slate of new content, formats, and guests. Our after shows aren't going anywhere. They're simply, you know, just evolving. Most of the shows you love only air part of the year. But during the rest of the year, these shows have new uh, news constantly breaking that you want to talk about. So the ESPN TV talk, we know it's our job to cover it. Yeah, um, we'll have in-depth coverage, guys. Uh, show coverage for comedy, drama, animated, uh, truly anything you can imagine. Nothing is off limits, guys. Uh, and given our no limits approach to TV coverage, uh, we realize that sometimes it can be hard uh, to find the shows you love, and we've listened. Uh, we're restructuring the website, so shows in our platforms to make it easier uh, to find what you're looking for. Our YouTube channel will be divided into nine sections by genre. That's going to be dramas, comedy, reality, reality competition, wrestling and sports, animation, sci-fi fantasies, superheroes, red carpets, and lastly, our own featured original content, guys. There's a lot to be excited about, but it won't all happen overnight. As we develop, we'll be experimenting to cater to your TV desires, which means your participation and feedback will be essential to deliver these custom shows. To keep you up to date with everything, be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter launching in September and check out our uh, show After Buzz Weekly with Megan Stretcher. Yes, please check that out. And before we uh, before we go, we have an amazing guest. We had such a great time with you today. I had a great um, time. Before I'll we... be back next week, whether yes! you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything uh, that you're working on that you want to let the people know about? Um, yeah, I mean, I have a lot going on right now. Um, I'm working on a couple features that I'm producing, uh, but I have a, a short film, a comedy that I wrote, directed and produced it that is actually... Uh, just got distribution through um, Reverie TV, which is a, another online platform. So that's nice. airing right now, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and looking to develop that into uh, either a series or or a feature, but it's pretty fun. Ooh, yeah. I love it. I love it. And we have some exciting news as well that Francelli's going to share with us really quickly. You know, not to not to brag or nothing, but you know, Marlon Wayans was talking to me on Twitter. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. No, no, but um, I was just saying we were going back and forth on the Twitter. Follow me at Sally Hangout um, about, you know, the representation and, and how much we love that even in his jokes that Marlon includes the Latino community. Mm -hmm. And so I was just speaking in Spanish and saying me encanta, which means I love it. And um, Marlon retweeted me and so did Essence. And so it's just the whole representation. We love it. So shout outs to Marlon and thank you. Te quiero. Yes. Te quiero. Yes. <laughs> we love you, Marlon. We love you all. And thank you for tuning in and watching us every single week. You already know how it goes down right here on After Buzz. I'm your host, Miss Candy Marie, and you can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Kendora TV. Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And before we go, we have contests to talk about. So guys, this is a new thing, so if you're listening, listen, put your ears on. I need you to really hear me today. Okay, so we're going to have two, three things to give away. Two are going to come as a package deal. So we're going to give away, we had Eric Dean Seaton here last week. He signed his new graphic novel, and we're going to give that away. But on top of that, we're going to have the cast members of Marlon also sign it. So you get to get that, 
And we're going to have a signed t-shirt and picture of the entire cast and crew from Marlon sign it as well. So, guys, what I need you to do is go on iTunes, go on the podcast. First, give us five stars and then review. And we're going to, you know, at the end of our finale, we're going to pick two names out of a hat or a cup, whatever we have on hand. And we're going to announce it here. And then you guys are going to, I'm going to reach out to you guys so I can send them to you. Please be in the U.S. because I don't have, you know... Out of the country. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Lots of guys. That's that. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, just so you know, Tara, before you leave, D2 Parmy wants you to know that Jeanette was awesome. Oh, I, thank I you. I wanted to make sure that I did mention D2 that. D2 Parmy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I just joined Instagram literally right before we started the show, so <laughs> this is super exciting. <laughs> So, yeah, well, we are going to wrap up right now, guys. <laughs> you know what? It's just crazy. We just don't want to get off the air. We love you guys that much. Yeah. But, Shannon. Lastly, I'm Shannon Clark. You can find me on all things social media at I am Shannon Clark. Give us five stars on podcast. We'll see you guys next week. And we're going to be visiting with some, you know, some of your favorite people next week before we get on here. So, you're going to want to tune in for real for the footage that we're going to bring. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.